Hey, my name's Jamie Poisson, and I'm the host of Frontburner. It's the CBC's daily news podcast. And every day we're discussing the big events and fault lines shaping Canada and the world. Politics, economics, social movements, you name it. Sometimes we even talk about really fun stuff like the enduring relevance of Lord of the Rings. You can hear Frontburner on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Danse Anin Uju. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Music That Carries Truth, a special program for the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation here on CBC Radio and CBC Music. I'm Rosanna Deerchild, your favorite cousin. We are broadcasting across Turtle Island right now, taking the time to honor our survivors and their stories through music and some great conversation. My guests today are Nadia and Jason Bernstick and Sebastian Gaskin. They'll be sharing their gifts with us as we recognize the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. This is music that carries truth. Come join the circle. You are welcome here. We're going to get right into some music. Sebastian Gaskin will be joining us a little later in the show. But first, I want to welcome Jason and Jason and Nadia Bernsidic. <laughs> I almost combined your names there. Cool. Made you what, what would that be? That would be a, a Jay Nadia? <laughs> I like it. Love it. New name. <laughs> well, thank you both for being with us today. Uh, thanks for thank having you. us. Uh, Nadia and Jason Bernstick are Bernstick. Here they are with their first song for us today. This one is called Closer. Down. 
That is Burnstick and Closer. Beautiful. Thank you so much for that. Got my thank heart you. open already. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Who wants to tell me what the story or the inspiration is behind that song? Uh, sure, I will. So that one, it was really um, when our son was born. It was such an overwhelming moment. And I think it was sort of the 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 greatest prayer I've ever made to the creator to give us some kind of superpower to be able to raise our child. And I think that's sort of the story of every parent, like in that when you bring this this child into the world, I think you would do anything for them. And I think that's that's what that story is. It's a good prayer to start a life with, for sure. <laughs> uh, and today be, is about honoring uh, the stories of our residential school survivors, many of whom um, would have been on a receiving end of that prayer, I'm sure, but we're not. What are you thinking about on this day, Nadia? That's a good question. I think that a lot of children didn't get that chance, and a lot of parents didn't get that chance. And I think that's just what we're trying to come to terms with and also what we don't want for our child. That That's that prayer. I think it's just, it's going to be different now. Yeah. Mm. And Jason, what about for you? What are you thinking about on this day? Oh, it's this one's always a tough one for me. Uh, you know, being part of the, the 60 Scoop myself, um, going through that stuff, I, I you know, I, I get it. Um, you know, I can say that I didn't, you know, have a lot of bad experiences some other people might have had, but, you know, still it wasn't wasn't good. Um, but for me, it's, um, you know, as a father, like just being the best father I can be for my son um, and not like giving him my stuff, you know, like uh, not going back to those places when I was a kid, when I was his age, going through those things and giving him something much, much better and reminding myself not to give into those feelings because if they do, I feel like they win. You know, so it's just uh, being the the best dad I can be for him. Yeah. As you mentioned, you you grew up as part of the scoop, which is that uh, part of history where the Canadian government uh, allowed children to be taken and fostered and adopted out to non-Indigenous families. Are you comfortable sharing some of that story with us? Uh, sure. You know, um, yeah, I mean, that's always the tough one. And I mean, how much do you tell on radio <laughs> and interviews and stuff, you know, but... Um, you know, I have thought about um, pressing charges. Um, I've thought about a lot of other things too, uh, but that was one of the things I definitely thought about going back and doing. Um, uh, but I think they, I think they're gone now. So I think they're, they have passed. Which is, um, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's definitely some things that happened as a kid that created a pretty angry person, and um, it's been a lifelong journey. You know, finding my way through that and around it and you know all that you know it's one of those things mm. how yeah. long were you part of the system? i was apprehended i think i'm three years oldish and then i think came home when i was close to 10 i spent a short time in a, a boarding school in edmonton called the atonement home um that was a surreal experience not something that i want any kid to go through i just think it's like the most unnatural thing for kids to be away from their family and from their from their parents and so, and being in a situation like that, it's like, it's not a camp, you know, it's not like fun. And, you know, you're battling every day as a kid just to get through the day. Um, you know, it's, it's, should, no kid should have to go through that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did that experience inform your choice uh, to be a music maker and a creator? Mm-hmm. 
Well, I don't think there was a choice, really. I think it was more like, uh, this is something I have to do for myself uh, to heal and, and feel better about things and to give myself some power, maybe even to take my power back and in some ways, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a saving grace for me. Like, if I didn't have music, I don't know where I would be or what I'd be doing. Yeah. You hear that a lot with creators. Nadia, do you feel the same way that this was not so much a choice as a way to make it through your experiences as well? Yeah, I don't... That's This is my way of, like, saying what I feel, I guess, or... or healing from different different things I go through I don't I don't have any other outlet like that and I feel like that's it's been like that since I was little I always wanted to do music and um and as I grow older I'm able to put those down in words and lyrics and yeah I don't I don't know what else we would do (laughs) I'm glad we have that yeah (laughs) really am so are we (laughs) <laughs> Speaking of, um, there's a new song that you've started playing, but it's not released yet, but you're going to give us a special sneak peek, and it's called Made of Sin. Mm. What can you tell us about this song? Holy smokes. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, this one was born out of um, uh, the 215 when I first heard about that, and it just kept building and building and building, and it just it rocked me to the core, and it brought back all that stuff. So it's just like one of those things where it's just like, oh, I got I to gotta do something with what I'm feeling right now and, and how do I get through this? And, you know, through the years, it's always been music and pick it up and kind of work my way around that. So this is the song that came out of that. And I was thinking about like what it is for like a kid to go through that stuff. And quite often kids, the children, you know, they take on the blame on themselves when things are, are, are bad or happening that are bad. And then... um when they get a little bit older, they kind of think, well, maybe maybe it was both of us, a bit of both of us, you know. And then, you know, they get into adulthood and they think about it and they, they realize that it really had nothing to do with them at all. And then the journey begins, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Would you mind reminding Canadians what the 215 refers to? There was some unmarked graves that were found uh, in B.C. Uh, and now throughout Canada, I think there was, it started out uh, as 215 unmarked graves. Um, sad, 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 sad day, sad time in Canadian history. Uh, and I guess it's over, there's over, I think there's over 10,000 now or 11,000 or something that have been found. So that's a lot of children that didn't make it home. And it frustrates me because I I hear like this, this thing that people say like, oh, well, maybe they died because of this, or maybe they died because of that. And the the point is, is that, you know, yeah, they died and it's very, very sad, but they shouldn't have been there in the first place. And what do you hope people who are about to hear this song will take from it? Well, um, I just, I feel like music is healing and, and maybe this will be one of those songs for that. Yeah. Okay, I'll let you get okay. set up for that song. You're listening to Music That Carries Truth, a special program for the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation on CBC Radio and CBC Music. I'm Rosanna Deerchild. Our musical guest today is the award-winning husband and wife duo Burnstick. We are recording live in CBC Manitoba Studio 11. Here is Burnstick with Made of Sin. Hey 
child I dreamt through each night When would I find my home? It's been some time now and still deep in my heart I am making love, need you now Like a thief in the night They come and take our love Maybe I'm born with a curse Or maybe I'm less than a sideways glance So I must be made of sin Oh, I must be made of sin It is a child I dream through each night Your arms too far to embrace May the light from your eyes never fade away I am making I need you now like a thief in the night, they come and take our love. Maybe we're born with a curse, or maybe we're less in a sideways glance. So we must be made of sin. Oh, we must be made of sin. it with their new song made of sin um i'm very emotional right now i just um it was beautiful thank you so much for that uh made of sin hasn't yet been released how's it feel singing that song publicly i know how it feels listening to it yeah no it's always a tough one for us to do that one it's just one of those ones but i feel like it has to be done Yeah. yeah nadia how do you feel about playing that song yeah it's a i mean i know what you've been through so it's it's really personal and it um it's hard to sing but it's it's really beautiful to sing at the same time i'm excited to that it be on our on our next album like i think that it it touches people every time we sing it so it's a good one 
Why do you think it's important to sing songs like that about the 215, about your tough experiences? Mm. You know, like, there's a line in the song, like, you know, maybe I'm less than a sideways glance. Like, that's kind of like looking at the indifference that, you know, I've seen and experienced in my life where, you know, you walk into a room and, like, no one will pay attention to you, you know, and no one can relate to some of the things that you've been through, you know, in this country. And it's just like, it's just people turn a blind eye to things, you know, and it's like this this ignorance that is out there and this, this, you know, I went through it, but I didn't hear about any of it, this stuff, until probably, like, my college years, you know? So it's just like, what? Like, how is that possible? So I think, like, just kind of bringing, you know, shedding some light on that topic and, you know, having people, like, realize, hey, these things happened. I even remember, like, in, high, in you know, I, sorry, in college that, we started talking about it and people were like quiet and the class were like, what, this happened here? You know, and people probably still don't know that it happened. In terms of education, um, you have your music, um, you know, we have our stories that we tell as Indigenous uh, writers and storytellers and uh, my own mother has been out there talking about her story. Many survivors are out there talking about their stories and sharing them, particularly on this day. Um, but in terms of education, in terms of teaching this in our schools, in our, in our high schools, our colleges, our universities, to make sure that it doesn't happen again. Whose job is that to do, do you think? Well, I, I think anybody who knows anything about it, it's important to pass on knowledge, no matter who they are. I mean, I'm even hearing about it, like, now, like, in um, elementary school. So when I was working in, you know, the justice background, I was working with Onashuan Justice Circle for a number of years, and um, you know, being supervisor there, I was, went out and did presentations in schools and I would hear about um, these stories in, in the class and I'd be like, you guys are learning about this and, and I'd ask them about it and we'd have these incredible conversations with grade six and seven year old, like grade seven, grade six and seven and I was floored, you know, and that would never happen, you know, when I was a kid, like, not like that. So, not, nothing really. So, it, it's everybody's responsibility in Canada to know, like, their history and where they're from and what happened? Yeah. There's some people that say that, you know, there are there is a certain age where kids are just too young to learn about such dark, you know, mm. times of our history. Well, what would you say to those people? Oh, yeah. Nadia and I struggle with that one, too. And, um, you know, with our son, it's just like, when do you, when do you tell him, you know, like some of this stuff? And, and we, we began to tell him now. So he's starting to kind of get a little bit of a grasp of it. You know, and it's like, that's a good question. It's a sensitive one. I understand that people are going to feel differently about that. And that's, you know, that's everybody's right, you know. Um, at some point, you got to pull that curtain away and have a look at that. Mm. And I think um, there's a way yeah. to, I don't know, like the way that we, I mean, teach our son or just tell him these stories. Like, I don't think it's like, we approach it, I think, with a sensitivity that doesn't doesn't scare him, but also just will like, at least he'll know. And I think that that's possible. I think that's possible at a young age to know those things. How old is your son? He's five. five. He's five. Yeah. yeah. So how does he react when you have these conversations with him? Well, I can see him thinking, you know, and I look at him and I think like, holy smokes, like the stuff I went through when I was his age and the difference of our lives, like that's amazing. So, yeah. And um, the buzzword, of course, in Canada is reconciliation. Mm. Um, what do you think of that? 
what what's where do you stand on the road or the side of the road or at the traffic light? Where are you on this on this idea of reconciliation? I think it's hard. <laughs> I think that there's too many people that don't know and um but also like I think it's possible, but I really think it starts with just relationships you have with others. I think that like there's too much division still and it's really hard to <laughs> like coin or to like think of like everyone will reconcile in some manner when when some people don't even talk to indigenous people or don't know anyone that's indigenous and or like personally and I'm like that's weird <laughs> one <laughs> but like you know like there how is that how are we going to have reconciliation if those relationships don't exist and I so that's really I think that where it, where it has to start but I don't I don't have all the answers for sure I don't know you think, my love? <laughs> oh man, I don't know, man. Ah, uh, that's a big street. <laughs> it's a big street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's yeah. there's a lot. It's I a mean, long road. Yeah, it it is. Yeah, where where do you start? You know, I think just with education, just being aware, um, having some sensitivity around it. You know, um, I I you know growing up, I don't hear it so much anymore. Which I'm really glad that I don't. Um, but it's a whole thing of like get over it kind of thing and it's just like you know i hear that and it just used to just frustrate me so much and be like oh but what i realize is that you know what they're saying is that i don't care and so you know for those people uh, if they don't care okay then you don't care and that's that's your thing um i'm not going to give you any energy you know i'm not going to put anything towards you um including anger or hate any of those stuff like do your thing you go do you'll do me you know take care of my family and that's the way it goes um but, you know, some people are open to it and just some people are not. And it's it's really something to see when people do open up and like, okay, damn, you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's a powerful thing. Mm, absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about your uh, latest album called Kia Now, which is Cree for us. Mm. You've described it as an album of hope and gratitude for the world that we live in. Yeah. The last song you're playing for us is from that album. It's called Pay No Mind. Tell me a little bit about this song. Okay. Well, I was thinking about like Indigenous families and just some of the things that they're going through and just some of the things that kind of went through as well and just how... The media doesn't always get it right, and sometimes they put a spin on it that just doesn't, you know, it's wrong. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not the full picture. And I feel like we have more in common, you know, like everybody, than we do differences. You know, when it comes to family and taking care of each other and love and all that. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things going on, but I feel like really at the end of the day, like, you know, like not giving that negative energy any time. Which is tough to do. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm pretty negative until I have my first cup of coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, I'm, right? work, I'm working on it myself right now, too. <laughs> and there is, like, there is common ground. We have to find it. We have to find that common ground. And I think that's where we can start building those relationships and and seeing so many beautiful things, like, that surround us and that, you know, and support, like, and the support, I think that's that, too. Like, we have to support those that... Um, like that that don't have as much or that have gone through like harder things and i think that if that support system can can be there and we can see those beautiful things then we can we can make it work somehow well I, you know i brought this song to nadia too and like it wasn't finished and um she brought the chorus on and really says like 
you know, basically how you treat people, it all comes back to you, you know? So just be kind, man. <laughs> That's right. Well, let's get you all set up. Um, thank you very much for your time today. Before we get all that started, Jason Burnstick and Nadia Burnstick make up the musical duo Burnstick. And here they are now with the song, Pay No Mind. Cause it all comes back, all comes back to 
That is Burn Stick with Pay No Mind. Nadia, Jason, you're fabulous. <laughs> you're fabulous. <laughs> you are too. Oh, Thank thanks. you. <laughs> this is a very strange and frustrating story. To have your family member stolen, murdered, then missing. I'm Connie Walker, and this is Missing and Murdered, Finding Cleo. It's such a mystery, such an impossible task. Please, help us find her. Finding Cleo. If you'd like to hear more, you can find the full season wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Music That Carries Truth, a special program for the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation on CBC Radio and CBC Music. I'm Rosanna Deerchild, and I'm very excited about my next guest. I've been trying to get them on the show for, I don't know, a million minutes. Sebastian Gaskin is the recipient of the 2021 Western Music Award for R&B, Artist of the Year, and they won the Kevin Walters Songwriting Award that same year. Their first EP, Contradictions, was released in 2019, and there is much more to come from this multi-talented artist. Sebastian is from Tatasquia, Cree Nation. Welcome, my friend. Thank you, Rosanna. Good to be here. So good to see you. Um, we're going to start off with a good old song from you called Snake Hold. Take it away, Sebs. Walking around inside my Trying to figure it out Looking at the same old scenes But not without a doubt Oh, you've got to hold on me And I'm trying to get out Try to ride the wave I just want to shout We gotta get it out today We gotta get it out on way Y'all guarantee the best we play Pay no matter what the waste men say I've been wondering Now what we gonna do Now that we're through with the old news We could go out for the night Double, double cup, got us feeling right And we could just chill to the morning light And if it go wrong, I'ma make it all right Ooh, nah, 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 nah Ooh, ooh, I'ma make it all right All right, all right, all right, all right Walking around inside my dreams Trying to figure it out Same old scenes, but not without a doubt. Oh, you've got a hold on me, and I'm trying to get out. Try to ride the wave and breathe, but I just want to shout. Well, I woke up this morning with the sun in my eyes Can't get you off my mind no matter how hard I try yeah. I know, I know that I should just let it breathe But I can't seem 
to let go of these memories yeah. I got my wands with me So now we gonna play We riding around the city And we bumping shoddy hey, The city's cold And I need a change of scenery So, so won't you come on And I'll take you to a place Where I'm walking around inside my dreams Trying to figure it out Looking at the same old scenes But not without a doubt Oh, you've got a hope Trying to get out Try to ride the wave and breathe But I just want to shout That is Sebastian Gaskin with Snake Hold. What did I tell you? Amazing or what? Am I right? Right? <laughs> Thank you so much for that song. My pleasure. Can you tell me um, what the story or inspiration is behind that beautiful medley? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was inspired by a relationship I was in when I was younger. It was kind of one of those first love sort of situations, you know, and... Um, at the end of it, we kind of like broke up, we get back together again, broke up, we get back together again. So I liken that to the, you know, like having a snake around my heart sort of thing. Mm. And uh, yeah, kind of built off of that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you write a lot about uh, relationships? I'd say so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely like in my in my like earlier writing days. So like I, I talk about it like it was like in the 80s or something, but this is like maybe 2017 to 2019 maybe. Um you know, but these days I, f I find that I'm kind of shying away from that a little bit. And, you know, I've been sort of opening up to the idea of writing about, you know, maybe more political stuff. You know, like I've been, wrote a, a song a while back called Brown Man, which was sort of inspired by like the BLM protests and, you know, the MMIW movement and stuff like that. So, but, you know, a, a, lot, a lot of my songs were definitely inspired by, you know, past relationships and current relationships. <laughs> And ongoing relationships. Ongoing relationships. <laughs> <laughs> how has uh, music been a place for you to explore those relationships and how you feel about them? You know, I always say that, and I'm sure this rings true for a lot of songwriters, like, I wouldn't really be here if it wasn't for music and for songwriting, you know, and it's sort of become um, a personal therapist of, of sorts, you know, being able to process emotions and, you know, sort of writing them out on paper and you know so yeah it's a a very integral part of of my life i'd say yeah. yeah i was like asking musicians this because i always get such interesting answers as to um when did you know that this this was going to be your therapy this was going to be your comfort this was going to be the place for you to to work on 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 you i mean probably when i was like 13 i think when i wrote my first tune I was just this heartbroken kid, you know, and I discovered that I was able to write these verses and, you know, that helped me get through those those first heartbreaks and boy, those are hard ones, you know. But like in, in terms of career, you know, I didn't really make that decision until I tried going to university in 2017. Um, went to U of M for architecture of all things mm. i think i was like into drafting in high school or something i thought i could pursue architecture but 
too much math. I think <laughs> I lasted like three months, and I was like, I'm gonna go try and make a go of this music thing, you know. Mm. Yeah, that was March of 2017. Yeah, March of 2017. Do you remember yeah. the first time you um, actually were on a stage and were singing to other yeah. people? I mean, that was really early on. You know, my mom would enter me into talent shows up at the Tasquayak for treaty days, and so I think I must have been about nine. Eight or nine. Those, those Eight or nine? Days. You Eight were or nine. on yeah. a stage? No way. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> still, you know, it's kind of where I fell in love with it, too, you know. Like, getting that reaction from the crowd sort of thing. And, yeah. Weren't you scared? I would have been terrified. I was scared. Can I swear on here? I guess not at CBC. I was scared <laughs> poopless. <laughs> yeah, no, but, um, yeah, I, I, still, I still get those feelings to, you know, to this day, you know getting nervous before going on stage i think i think it's when you stop getting nervous is when you should be worried that's true i've heard that too yeah um you just mentioned treaty days tell me a little bit about where you grew up you live in toronto now but you grew up in a in a different place definitely yeah almost the opposite of toronto you know um tatasca cree nation it's about 10 hours north of here beautiful beautiful you know the summertime but it came with its trials and tribulations, you know, bullying and, you know, growing up in a reservation comes with its drawbacks, you know, being in a, a place where they're so heavily affected by intergenerational trauma and, you know, kind of having to work through that as a young man was definitely, uh, um, it was hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, music has been a powerful tool for you. Yeah. It's gotten you through a lot of dark times, um, which is why we wanted to bring a, a little extra into this momentous day. September 30th is about honoring the stories of our residential school survivors, our families, our, our mothers, grandfathers, fathers, grandfathers, gookums. What do you think about on this day? I, you know, I think about my grandmother and grandfather. You know, may they rest in peace. They were definitely the pillars of my family and, you know, losing them was definitely one of the, some of the hardest times that we've gone through, you know, and I don't think we've ever really recovered from it yet, you know, but my grandmother was such a beautiful woman, you know, she was um, a counselor in Spit Lake for a number of years, but even after um, she left council, she was still um, an individual that people felt like they could go to in times of crisis, in times of familial loss you know so she was always out in the community you know making making food for people or you know because she was a gospel singer as well so she you know was always going to the band hall and you know she would be part of that group of women who would go to the funerals and sing for the families wow oh wow that's beautiful so you have music in your family as well yeah absolutely did you did you have a residential school history in your family yeah yeah uh i am the first generation who didn't go to residential school all my mom all my aunties my uncles how does that feel i mean it's kind of crazy because i was born the year that the last residential school closed which is 1996 but you know you kind of you still definitely feel the effects you know growing up and but you know we did our best yeah yeah and here you are here we are uh, you have some new music coming out that leans into some of your own family history, speaking of. Uh, one of those songs is called Medicine. Tell me about that song. Yeah, Medicine. That's um, kind of a, a different look at at love. A lot of my records have 
spoken about heartbreak and sadness and kind of getting through that. But medicine speaks about the other side of it. It's reveling in in a relationship and just being so enamored with somebody and enjoying that to the fullest extent. Mm. Well, let's give that a listen to. I'm going to let you get set up so that we can hear that song. Sounds good. You're listening to Music That Carries Truth, a special program for the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation on CBC Radio and CBC Music. I'm Rosanna Deerchild. My guest today is Sebastian Gaskin. Here they are now with Medicine. My baby, she a dancer Yeah, my baby, she a cancer she got me so enamored Yeah, she got the golden standard And she hold me down when I'm touching road Give it to me dirty when I'm getting home Give it to me shy when I'm acting so Out of character when I'm out the dome And she got me like Way I hey I hey Way I hey I hey Baby, hold it down Cause you know I've been smoking And it's liquor proud And I'm about to tell you How I feel right now Cause lately I'm a starving And I'm trying to eat Sunday morning we be tangled in the sheets Cause I've been on the road For like a couple weeks And baby, we ain't nothing But some lovers And she got me like Way out, hey, out, hey, out Way out, hey, out, hey It's you and me forever, we don't need nobody else You lift me when I'm out and not believing in myself You give me all your strength when I be down and needing help It's you and me forever, baby, sickness and it helps And ooh, sometimes it gets complicated Stuck in miscommunication Sometimes we get frustrated but I'm here for you And everything you do Got me feeling like we made it Finally on top we sang it Girl, you got me like Way out, hey out, hey out Way out, hey out, hey out Way out, hey out, hey out Way out, hey out, hey Girl, you got me like Sebastian Gaskin with their new song, Medicine. I noticed you got some Cree vocalizations in there, my Indeed friend. We do. Is that is that a new thing for you? Massively new. You yeah. Know. What yeah. made you want to explore that? Um, I mean, like early on in my career, I sort of shied away from the indigenous artist label, you know, because I've I've always felt that a lot of artists kind of get pigeonholed a little bit 
when it comes to that sort of label. Uh, so I kind of avoided using my culture in the music, you know. But over the past couple of years, I've definitely opened up to that and, you know, kind of been trying to reconnect with the culture a little bit more than, than I have been, you know. It's mm. in, it, I think it's especially important living in such a big city. Like, it's pretty rare to even see another indigenous person in on the streets of Toronto, you know, and... So I think it's important to uh, kind of go back to those roots. Yeah. It's a little different than Winnipeg. <laughs> I'll say. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> we got our own mall here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Portage Place First Nation. Portage y'all. Place First Nation. <laughs> Was there something that changed for you that made you want to include your indigeneity in your music? I think it came shortly after... I started processing like the trauma of losing my grandparents, you know, because growing up in Split Lake, you know, it's a very religion based reservation, you know, and so I didn't get to see much of my culture growing up, you know. I mean, besides like, you know, a lot, there's a lot of land based teachings up in Split Lake, you know, like hunting, trapping, fishing, that sort of thing. But I never really got to experience much of, you know, the, the lodge or, you know, hot tents and stuff like that. So I really wanted to kind of reconnect with that, that, that side of myself and, you know, kind of feed, feed my spirit in that way. Mm. And how do you feel like it feeds your spirit to be uh, including that into your, into your life? I think it's instrumental, you know, especially being an entertainer. You kind of open yourself up to both the good and the bad, you know. And so having a strong spirit is something that is very important. Yeah. You recently signed with a label, Ishkade Records, which Indeed. is an indigenous-owned record label. How does it feel being surrounded now by by that, by indigenous musicians who are indigenous, who are creating indigenous sounds, and who support that in you? Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. You know, it feels natural. I feel right at home, you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's about time, I think. Yeah. You know? Just like Jeremy Dutcher said, we're kind of going through a bit of an indigenous renaissance of music and art and it's beautiful to witness and to be a part of. Yeah. Well, welcome home, Sebby. Thank you. <laughs> um, now, the last song we're going to hear from you today is called False Nostalgia. Tell me a little bit about this song. False Nostalgia, I wrote this one back in 2018. It's a part of the Contradictions EP. Um, it's about the interesting way that our brains have a way of remembering a lot of the good parts about certain situations and the way we wanted them to be sort of thing. Um, specifically relationships for me, but that can be with anything, you know? Um, yeah. So it's a bit of an ode to the odd brain, the human brain. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's give that a listen. All right. You're listening to Music That Carries Truth, a special program for the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation on CBC Radio and CBC Music. I'm Rosanna Deerchild. My special guest today is Sebastian Gaskin. Here they are now with False Nostalgia. Look into my eyes and hold me close 
Lights are down, we're intertwining souls Is this love or like it's I suppose We're getting close Closer to the center of attention Baby girl, did I forget to mention You're the one that stays up on my mind like all the time Will you be mine? Whoa, 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 no Drink, drink, left hand And a cigarette and right hand And she's just looking for the right man yeah. Don't you know that I'm the right Let my melody just put your mind at ease Reciprocation of these energies Oh, don't you know you are everything I need Baby, please come and me Oh, no, 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 yeah When I think of you, it's false nostalgia And I'm probably better off without you I'm just scared to put in time in I'm just worried it's online Oh, baby, come on to me Baby, come through, give it to me for free hey, When it's only you and me yeah, We don't need nobody, no, 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 no We lost control, don't let me I know you know you got my, you got my soul Oh, 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 oh no Drink, drink, and a left hand and a cigarette in the right hand yeah. She's just looking for the right man, yeah Don't you know that I'm the right? I let my melody just put your mind at ease Reciprocation of these energies Oh, don't you know you are everything I need Baby, please Like I have to do the snappy finger thing instead of <laughs> applauding. <laughs> it's a jazz club, y'all. It's a jazz club now. We've turned this into a jazz club. That's Sebastian Gaskin in False Nostalgia. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you for having me. Uh, also, thanks to Burnstick for helping us mark this year's National Day for Truth and Reconciliation with some beautiful music. You've been listening to a special edition of Unreserved Music That Carries Truth on CBC Radio and CBC Music. Thank you for joining The Circle and being part of this important day. Also, a big thank you to our audio engineer, Brian Harder, our team at Unreserved, Kim Kasher, Zoe Tennant, Rhiannon Johnson, Aisha Smith-Belgaba, and Laura Bone-Stubing. 
Also, thanks to our videographers, Kevin Nipatebo and Randy McKenzie. This whole program has been recorded live and is available on the CBC Indigenous YouTube channel. You can find it on the We Are Indigenous channel at CBC Indigenous. Until next time, I'm your favorite cousin, Rosanna Deerchild, coming at you from Winnipeg in Treaty 1 territory. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.